Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. You may already know that SiriusXM brings you the deepest variety of commercial-free music for every genre and every mood. Where you hear the biggest names in talk, entertainment, and comedy, and hundreds of hand-curated music channels designed to fit every mood. Where you get news from every source. Where you can listen to the newly launched Fish Radio, in addition to Jam On, Grateful Dead Radio, Pearl Jam Radio, Tom Petty Radio, and many more. Where you can listen to top comedy channels such as Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Radio and Netflix's A Joke Radio and Sports Talk Radio from Barstool to ESPN and more to keep you up to date on the latest news in the sports world. Most people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. Subscribe now to listen outside the car on your phone, online and at home and get your first three months for just a dollar. And if you're a Fish fan, which you probably are, you can get tour updates and shows being played, which are a good complement to our quick hits. Visit SiriusXM.com slash HFPod to see offer details and to subscribe and start listening today. SiriusXM, no car required.
everybody. It's Matt here. I've got a quick hit for July 12th, 2019 at Alpine Valley. With me today is Josh Corin. Hey, Josh, how's it going, man? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing great. Josh, uh, you've been on a few times to do uh, quick hits and other stuff for us. So looking forward to hearing about uh, your experience last night at Alpine Valley. Um, first off, I wanted to mention before we get into that, um, what you'll see in the show notes, you've probably seen from us if you follow us on social media, um, we're doing right now a listener survey for the entire Osiris Podcast Network. Um, you can find the link to that survey once again in the show notes or check for our tweets and Facebook posts. Um, we would love for you to fill out that survey if you're a regular listener of uh, our show or any other Osiris podcast. Um, we want to find out um, who you are, what you like, what you don't like, give us feedback about the show, but also um, help us. Uh, you, you know, you've probably heard we've got a lot of ads on the shows now um, to help uh, folks kind of cover their cost and whatnot. We want to make sure that we're not just bringing in some stuff that nobody cares about. We want to make sure we're connecting you guys with um, sponsors and, and companies that uh, have meaningful products that you want to go out and purchase. So with that, uh, let's talk about the first night of the last three nights of the kind of main part of summer tour. This was at Alpine Valley. Um, Josh, I assume you've been to Alpine Valley before. Is that correct? Several times. Yes. So I've, I've never been there before. It's, um, it's weird because it's like a, a, a venue that I have on my list. I really want to go there, but other than it's in kind of a beautiful location. Um, and there's been, you know, it's kind of a fan favorite of a lot of fish fans and, um, other bands like Dave Matthews band and Jimmy Buffett and the dead and stuff like that. I don't know much about it. So, um, Josh, fill us in. Why is this a, 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 I guess, first off, is this an amazing venue and tell us, uh, why if so. So yes. And so as cheesy as this sounds, yes and no, Alpine is an amazing venue. Once you're inside Alpine Valley is absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's so most people think of the Midwest of like Chicago, that whole vicinity. It's pretty flat. Um, Alpine Valley is almost exactly 90 miles North west-ish of Chicago. So on a good day, it's pretty much like an hour and a half on the nose. So like just far enough to be, you know, a decent drive, but not anything hugely unreasonable. I mean, I can, I'll be going there and back each night of, uh, of, of, of this weekend. So it's a little bit of a hike, but not horrible. Um, once you get inside, the venue is beautiful. I mean, it has great views. It's very picturesque. It's, 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 a, it's an active ski resort as sort of strange as that sounds for, the Midwest and people think of like Wisconsin and, and Illinois and all that whole vicinity. It's pretty flat, but um, there actually is some, it's a, there's a pretty damn steep hill at Alpine Valley, um, which is not the, which, which is the ski resort. And then there's also a steep hill, which constitutes the lawn um, outside of the venue. The place is huge. I mean, the capacity is roughly 40,000. It's, I mean, you can't, it's really tough to sell it out, but um, it's real. It's very late. It's sprawling, huge parking lots. It's just very. It's very notorious for like aggressive authorities in the parking lot and tons of undercover police activity. The county makes a ton of money when we're in town. There's very strict rules about vending. There's very strict sort of policing of the parking lot. So it's like not the most fun scene in the lot. This is tends to be like one of the places where I'm like, all right, if I'm going to go in early, this is going to be it. But once you're in, it's much more relaxed, significantly more enjoyable vibe. I like it very much inside. I just don't spend a lot of time outside. 
Gotcha. So um, last night, were you uh, in the pavilion or up on that steep hill on the lawn? I uh, well, I, I'm too old to stand on that lawn, unfortunately, for three plus hours uh, at this at this age and stage of my uh, of my fish going career. But so I did have a pavilion seat last night, and 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 will for all three uh, nights this week, uh, of of this run. Um, so it's they've done some. It's it's actually one of the biggest pavilions i can think of in the country it holds over 7k in the pav itself it's it's a it's a big space but it, i mean it, it, it it's the the roof itself so people think of like blossom for example as like a really good sound because it's the woodshed the roof of alpine is similar in the sense that like i mean they actually have a lot of new wo- woodwork in the uh panels as i looked up at the roof last night i was like oh look there's like different color wood there there and there so they've definitely They've done some work on the place. I, I will say it historically has been a, uh, sort of logistically challenging, but they've upped their game in a few different ways. Like they rerouted traffic coming out of the venue when it was time to leave to make it significantly quicker to get out, which I thought was like very well done. It historically has taken forever to get out of there. Last night it was maybe five minutes. Um, it And they... The staff inside are super friendly. I mean, Wisconsin people are known for being overly nice, but they're super friendly. They're really happy to have us here. There's no question. Like they, I mean, we're here. We, I mean, we're fish. The fish people are, you know, we eat, we drink, we tip well. So they're happy to have us. Yeah. It's funny what you say about the pavilion and doing some upgrades to it, because I believe it was only two or three years ago that it was going to, it was supposed to close, right? Yeah. Live Nation has the property for sale uh, and has had it for sale for several years. It's, I don't know if there's, I mean, I would imagine if somebody came along and made an offer, they'd probably sell it, but I don't know how hard or how, how strongly they're pushing for it. They, they sunk a bunch of money into upgrading it. There were no shows, I want to say, for the entire summer season of, I think it's either 2016 or 17, two or three years ago. They had absolutely, there was no activity at the, at the venue because they were doing significant work and upgrades. It definitely was better. Uh, this is my first time back since they've done the upgrades because the last time Fish was there was 2015. So uh, this is my first time back since they've done the upgrades. And it was definitely my, far and away, like my most enjoyable Alpine experience thus far. I was like, wow, all right, you guys have actually done some work here. And, you know, it's not nearly as challenging as it used to be. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, so let's talk about the show. So f- uh, set one, I was watching from the couch, and I thought the first set was pretty fantastic. Um, what yeah, were- I mean, I thought they, they came out at the gates really strong last night. Like, I actually thought the first set was was phenomenally good. Uh, almost from start to finish, there was pretty much uh, – I, I, I had nothing that I did not enjoy. Um, I thought, you know, that they – I mean – Little challenge, little, little little hiccups here and there through some of the composed music. Like Rift was a little sloppy at, at times, but Theme from the Bottom was played very well, for example. Um, but it was I mean, fun, good, really good one two to open. I thought was was quite good. Um, after uh, yeah, at the end of the first set, I was you know very uh, as as set break rolled around, I was like you know I was uh, and sort of recapping the first set through my um, through my own you know mental notes and whatever. I was like yeah, I thought the first set was real good. Yeah, I, I I actually thought it was better than the second set. Oh, significantly, um, yes, absolutely. They, but you're right; they came out really strong with sand, uh, which was really hot. It seemed like they were were Trey in particular was very warmed up, um, and then Tweezer into free. It was a really really smooth segue into free. Um, Turtle in the clouds, set your soul free, which had a nice little micro jam. Uh, Lawn boy 
Camel Walk was really cool. Theme from the bottom, once again, with a nice little micro jam in there. Rifts, uh, and then Wolfman's, which has been has done this ending the, the first set slot a handful of times recently, and I thought was pretty awesome um, in, in that position. Um, what would, for you was kind of like the highlight of the first set? Uh, Turtle in the Clouds was definitely a highlight for me, for sure. Um, that's actually like my son loves that tune, so and like he knows all the words. So I was just like, oh, this is fun. They're playing, you know, this uh, the, the 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 tune that my son likes the best. But you know, he's not here, so. But anyway, uh-huh. um, I, that was definitely a highlight for me. Um, I thought the opener, the opening two songs were quite good. Um, actually, the the vast majority of the first set, um, what what, what was a fairly significant. Uh, hi- highlight for for me i thought all of it was was pretty darn good after like the at the at the end of, as, again a set break sort of rolled in i was like wow you know they sort of stay on pay stay on target here it will uh could be in for a real good show yeah it seems like this theme throughout the tour of um the band being really 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 tight um fishman just being absolutely on fire um, yeah, has, he has, was, I mean, he sounded real good. Yeah, um, and, and was just like, uh, and was, uh, I mean, he was owning it hard last night. He 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 was like best I've heard him, and in in, 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 in and clearest I heard it. He was in, the the mix there is quite is is quite good under the roof. I will say, like the sound under the roof is quite good for an outdoor venue. Like and and, and fish was you could hear him like loud and clear, which is sometimes is, is it's like very muffled, but it was quite good last night. Yeah, I think they have him up in the mix this year. I don't know if if it's a kind of a chicken or the egg thing. I don't know if they turned him up because he's playing so well or if um, he's playing well because he knows that he's louder in the mix. Um, but I think like if it, I, I commented last night, if you listen to Turtle in the Clouds, which is a song that has like a really straightforward rock beat, not much for him to do in general – the groove that he found last night, like little extra shuffle on the hi-hat, um, a couple extra you know, hits here or there on the kick drum, just made it feel a lot more grooving. Um, and you hear that throughout all, this, all the songs. The, the impression that I got, so th- was last night the first show you've seen on the tour? No, um, I have been to Blossom and both Fenway shows probably okay. too. Okay, so you'd seen a couple shows. And I know like when I went you know so i saw merriweather in camden and at camden even like the songs where they weren't you know jamming really deep or anything like that they had these micro jams it, it felt like fishman was kind of steering the boat because of his playing is so great that the rest of the band was really looking to him to like see where he wanted to go and what kind of groove um he wanted to get into and i heard a lot of that definitely in the first set but in this second set which, you know, once again, doesn't have any super long jams or anything, but like everything super well played, great flow. And I'm sure being there in person, it was really danceable because Fishman's drumming was so great. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I think there, there's some replay that I don't, I think last night, the, the last night's second set is going to be one of the instances where it's like, you know, don't let the duration of the song fool you that it's not, you know, that, 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 that there's not excellent moments from several tunes that were played throughout the course of the second set last night. It was a little erratic and just like, I think it's at at some points, like I'm not a huge fan of the composed elements of everything's right, but it definitely jams well. And that sort of just like had started to go somewhere or seeming like it was going to go somewhere. And then Trey clearly got bored. Um, and, 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 and there was that. So, but overall, I mean, overall, very fun show. It was a beautiful, perfect weather day for an outdoor show. It was like not a cloud in the sky, 80 degrees. Couldn't ask for better weather. I mean, 
they were clearly happy to be back. Uh, they, they're clearly happy to be back at Alpine Valley. Like, and, and, and Paige commented about it at the end of uh, the coil solo, which is always fun to have that in me before the encore, obviously, but uh, which is always fun to sort of have that kind of walk off element. But uh, yeah, it was, it, it was a fun show. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to going back up there uh, tonight and tomorrow and, you know, see what happens. I think, you know, it'll be likely more full. It was not, at all full last night i think it will likely be somewhat more full this evening but um you know it'll be a. it's actually significantly hotter today too so who knows you know maybe that'll be a factor in the attendance <laughs> yeah people, people dropping like flies on the uh, on the lawn but you'll see we'll see yeah you know i was impressed i actually um so we, we made our daughter go to bed at set break last night and um with the promise that she could watch the second set as soon as she got up this morning so i actually watched the second set with her again uh while i was making breakfast and stuff this morning and um i w- last night i th- i got a little jaded and you know they did like roses are free in 2001 and all this you know caspian stuff i was like all right it's like kind of lost my attention a little bit was going to you know not pause it to go get a beer and all that kind of stuff this morning kind of hearing the full set start to finish again i just was really impressed with the flow um it just i think as you were saying like you you look at it on paper you look at the duration you might get turned off by it a little bit but if you kind of let the whole thing play out um with patience and listen listen to the transitions between songs and stuff like that you know even little things like you know you had the wedge into light but like the way that light started it was like right on the last beat of of the wedge um you know just doing things like that to keep the flow going um so it didn't really feel like a jukebox set per se you know what i mean yeah no i i, that, I would say that was a a, a good a, that that's a good assessment of, of sort of how it also so i mean uh, the live element of course adds significantly to it and and, and the crowd and all of those things being being there and the lights and everything of course uh, is going to bring a different experience but uh, i mean i think it definitely like all work together i mean there are certainly going to be part pieces of it that will have you know pretty good replay value there's some there's definitely good playing i mean i think you know people everybody goes looking for different things obviously like i mean the vast majority of us go i would say like looking for the deep jamming and the improvisation and the you know wow okay i never have heard them do anything like that before yeah but there's there's it was the, 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 those you're going to get those kind of shows yeah of course i mean those happen from time and we're all you know get really excited about that when they do and you know, the, there's going to be shows that will all work well together as a connected element i agree like as last night's second set does it's just you know you're not going to have the 25 minute tweezer yeah yeah so any predictions for tonight uh i'm sort of hoping that we avoid the saturday night special obviously but um that's definitely uh, kind of. I feel like, especially like you know, it's like that could be on the radar. Like big, so you know, summer night, big out, big outdoor shed. You know, a bunch of people who might not necessarily have seen any other show on the tour. But um, I mean, there's a fair amount of. I mean, it, a lot of people like feel like they're going to see McGrupp or For, Forbin's Mockingbird because you know, those songs haven't been played yet this tour, or Harpua or something like that. You know, it's like I. I always am like, you know, I, at this stage of the game, it's like, you know, there's very few, I mean, there's definitely a few songs that I, I, I enjoy hearing over others, but there's, there's, there's certainly a few that I'm still, that, that, that are still on my, you know, most commonly played, but not seen, which, but although that goes back to several years, but you know, I, I'm trying to kind of trying to take the approach of at this stage, it's, you know, as, as the older I get, especially too, is like, it's all gravy at this point. So whatever they, uh, 
whatever they want to play. If they want to play songs they've played five other times this tour, I don't really care as long as they play well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, um, I hope you have a blast tonight and tomorrow. Uh, safe travels getting there and back every night. Um, before we sign off here, uh, if we if we were to treat the audience to a little bit of a jam to let them know what kind of the takeaway from last night was, um, what do you think we should include? Uh, I would do the I, w- I would have the, the the light plasma light segment um, as, as a complete element like there's not i don't know how long it is all all all, all in but like the, the the segue in the segue in from the first light into plasma and then from plasma back into the second light i think like that's the most replayable moment of the show last night or at least for me so all right well we'll try to get that full part in here i think we've got a nice audience tape with some sheps uh mics so let's include that for you. Um, yeah, but a few ri- I saw I, I actually saw a significant number of mics last night, so more so than I had seen at um any other show this summer. Sweet. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I actually saw audience tapes up uh like even before I woke up this morning. So love to include those whenever possible so we know what it sounded like in the room. Um so once again, Josh, thank you for joining everybody else. Uh enjoy this uh light plasma light jam from last night and we'll be back tomorrow with another quick hit from Alpine Valley. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil Story Made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
Now here's a brief moment on another great podcast from the Osiris Network. All of our podcasts can be found at OsirisPod.com. Hey now, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. No Simple Road is part of the Osiris Podcast family. We're a weekly podcast that brings you in-depth and open, honest conversations with the musicians, artists, authors, and luminaries of the psychedelic jam band, improvisational music, and festival communities. We bring you inside the lives of the four of us that do this show, myself, Melanie, Apple, and Ryder. We bring you onto the porch and what it's like to live inside the long, strange trip. So if you like to laugh, if you like to have fun, if you like to learn stuff, come hang out with the No Simple Road crew on the porch and listen to No Simple Road on the Osiris. Podcast Network. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media, March 5th, on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.